I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 6 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past? I do. It's actually football-related. So, Heaven to... Heaven... I know. Well, kind of football-related. You're about to say um, Heavens to Betsy. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Heavens to Betsy. Um, yeah, I actually gave that new KO streaming service a go. KO, yes. Yeah, for... Because, I don't know, Foxtel, and obviously uh, using the AFL app... Uh, it's annoying as fuck. It's yeah. shit. Um, but I heard about the KO service, and I wasn't really too convinced about what they're what they're doing. But um, yeah, I signed up for it mainly because I wanted to watch footy the other day off, and didn't want to watch a dodgy stream. Yep. It was a free trial. Oh, and, fuck it, I want to watch it decent. Yeah, and I haven't watched Fox uh, footy on Fox for a while, so I don't know what their setup is on how that run. But this has run really fucking good. Okay, so good. All games streamed live. And you can set it up so you can either have uh, the two games on at once. You can have a split screen or you can oh, have wow. one oh, inside really? the other. Yep. Mm. And it's got like a little running uh, bar in the bottom that will show when each goal and behind was scored. Oh, so, so you can... You can go back, yeah. Like fucking each, um, Smart Replay. Once. Smart Replay used to be on that the AFL website. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Is it brilliant. just goals and points or highlights as well? Well, they would do a condensed package of every sport that they cover of just the important parts. Oh, so, awesome. But it's not like just a six-second snippet of this yep. is important, so it's like two minutes. It's like a good, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, so good. you're getting like the context of all the important parts happening. Yep. And yeah, I was really, really impressed with the service. Even like I was watching Formula One and some other random yep. sport at the same time as well. Uh, NBA was on there so yeah my highlight of the week was sign up for that and actually covered a lot of bases for uh, you know a person like me who doesn't have Foxtel doesn't want all the channels but you still get all the the Fox Sports channels yep Um, so you watched UFC on there as well yep Uh, that was really cool so yeah for someone like me who in a situation where you don't want to have Fox um, internet isn't you know the greatest anyway yeah Uh, so you don't want to use AFL streaming app um, and pay Telstra Uh, this other one is a way to get the Fox channels without having to pay for the whole package. Well, yeah. it's owned by Fox. I was going to yeah, say, it's yeah, still it Fox. Yeah, but... It's still Fox, yep. yeah. But you're not setting to the package of buying all the other channels at the same yeah. time. Because I was looking at, like, uh, my mobile phone's coming up for uh, renewal. Basically, I was with Virgin and their yep. can theirs. Got a Vodafone um, or office And or my main concern was being able to watch live footy. Yeah. Because uh, it's been a while since I've had to do that. If you've listened to podcasts, you know about my troubles <laughs> with the TV and reception. Uh, so yeah, ticked all the boxes for that, and the the service is really good. My connection isn't the best. Yep. I'm in uh, Heidelberg, so it's not the greatest. Yeah. Uh, but this streamed perfectly. At uh, they've got HD. Uh, yeah. And that was really really good. See, it's, it's like that with um, Steam, and when Netflix came out, like yep. my pirating went way down because yep. okay, exactly. I've got a yep. service now. I don't mind paying for it because yep. it's nice and convenient. That's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously I'm a little bit older than you know. Uni age when pirating yeah. was, you know, really, yeah. 
in its strength. But um, yeah, good, cool. I'll see if they want to sponsor us. It's funny you say that. Actually, last night was the most pirated night. Uh, oh, Game of Thrones of the last year. Yeah. yeah, Game of Thrones. Although yeah. the first half of it was. I'm trying to squint at the fucking screen to figure out what's going on. <laughs> All right, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Yeah, well, actually, it's kind of funny. Um, I was in Adelaide for the footy uh, last week, but um, got put up in a hotel room, uh, rock in, and you know how you know you're in a top hotel room when you can tell everything is new. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those ones where everything was fucking old. No, no, everything was <laughs> new, but it seemed like it had just been bolted on to everything that was old. Right. Oh, okay. So you know, all new fixtures, but. Old tiles. The yeah, and the the paint hasn't quite gone around the base of the light fixture. Kind of <laughs> okay, right. so yeah. it's it's one of those ones where you are just like, is this why this was cheap? It kind of sounds <laughs> like, like my house that I'm living in at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the people there were nice and everything. So I get in there, it's like, yeah, here's yeah. your key. Yeah. You know, and somebody else is paying the bill, so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, get up to the the room, um, get in there, and have a look in the in the shower, and it's just you know, you got the shower, the toilet, whatever. And then go into the greater bedroom, and there's a spa bath in the bedroom itself. Uh, so I'm looking at it, I'm going, well, guarantee someone's fucked in there. But then I'm, yeah. I'm in a hotel room, someone's fucked yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere. So yeah. I'm not going to worry yeah. about it. But um, yeah. got out on the gas with the lads that night. Uh, got, uh, you know, fairly uh, enthusiastic with the beers. Uh, get back at about 2 a.m. and look at it again, and I'm like, oh, a fucking bath. Of course you are. So 2 a.m., I'm sitting there with uh, a nice little... Coopers that I've got in my hand, uh, bubble bath. Not the only thing I had in your hand in that bath, too. <laughs> Watching the telly, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Uh, Did you fall asleep? A little bit. I, I, I'm not, I'm like, a little bit. Just, uh, I was sort of Ricky Gervais laying back in the bath kind of thing, and head just sort of nodding on the chest, and then right. Susan Chini's yeah. chest, you wake up again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, stayed in there for an hour and a half. I'm, I'm going to say that that's a sign. <laughs> when you're in the bath and nodding off. Yeah. Time to, you know what? But, uh, Let's hit the towels. Yeah. Got out, had a few hours sleep, and the next day I was absolutely fine. So that might be my hangover recovery method, which, uh, to be honest, I don't use very often. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I've got a mini highlight of the week. Um, I've just been bored and flicking through the channels, you know, late at night, as you do. Yeah. Um, and there's – I can watch just about any sport if I know it's live. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah. d- did you buy the jewellery they have on those channels? <laughs> no, no. But um, I don't know why, but live is just – Okay, well, this is happening right now. I yep. can watch this. Yep. If it's a replay, you're like, yeah, but somebody already knows the result. Yeah, it's, it's just not something missing. I don't know why. It's just yep. like that. Um, the World Snooker Championships are on. All right. Yep. And uh, I happen to catch it on day one. Right. <laughs> so it, it's go, it goes for like three or four weeks or something. Um, what, what is it, fucking test? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, some games best last, of 73 frames. <laughs> uh, some are the best of 25, and I think when it gets to the finals, right. it's best of 40. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Um, but uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, who's the number one, got knocked out by an amateur right, who shit. qualified for it. So, you know, the biggest upset of Sounds all time. Sounds like a fix to me. Um, and it went down to the final frame as well. Sure. Um, Ronnie O'Sullivan looked like he was bored as shit too. <laughs> um, did not care. And, like, when he stepped up to the table, there's like, all right, there's a safety shot, or you can try for a bank off this double and triple. Yeah. I'm going for the bank off the triple. Yeah, it didn't work. Oh, well. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> um, and at the same time, there was the world... Uh, nine ball championship on the other channel that right. I just happened to flick over for, and it was you know, uh, best of 10 or no, first to 10, and it was nine nine, and it got down to just on the nine ball. Uh. And the bloke that won it had to sink, um, you know, the white ball was on one cushion, the nine ball was on the other cushion, yeah, you had to do a 
length of the table double into the pocket. Yep. So I like, mate, yeah. if this was a movie, you'd say, okay, say, yeah. The, the water tower fell down, you had to like chip it, it off it, of the, the top. It's a bit like that, yeah. But uh, yeah, just watching some uh, Q sports at at, uh, at night. It's been all right. Yeah. Just because yeah. I know it's life. It used to get me through casino shifts. Yeah, yeah, those kind of sort. Yeah. But there was uh, also, there was one part where, because there's two games going on at once, yep. and they'll split it down the middle with a, a removable wall. Yeah. And yep. uh, <laughs> you, you could just hear the crowd cheering from for one or the other. Oh, ah, right. I was watching it one night and they were showing one game but commentating the other one. <laughs> Fuck, it was confusing. <laughs> Took me a while to catch on too. But, uh, well, if anyway. I got it on KO Sports, it'd be problem solved. <laughs> exactly right. Um, that's what made me think of it. Um, all right, well, let's get into the footy um, because it's uh, finally finished the uh, the festival of footy, which uh, yeah, I was I was very happy with and at the same time glad it's over though. Yeah. Um, yep. So there's a little bit of uh, reprieve in between games. Yeah, we and... can fit a podcast in between, <laughs> between the actual rounds. It was a rush last week. It really <laughs> was, one yeah. We had one day to be able to do it. I had to work, so. Um, yeah. Anzac uh, week. It's Anzac week now. Uh, I didn't realise it might have happened for the last couple of years, but there's an Anzac Day or Anzac Medal for every single game. I didn't right. know they did that. So. Anzac Round, kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. starting off on the first, uh, sorry, on the Wednesday night with the Tigers and the Demons, everybody's talking about Sydney stack out of this game. Well, wow, what a what, what a, a game! What a game, and what a nice little bump brought the. It's about as close to a, a, a shirt front legally you can yeah. get. I think, like absolutely spot on. Yeah, everything and was perfect. Best result, no one got hurt. Well, uh, Jack Viney got hurt. Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> Their captain. That's who he is. But what I liked about it was um, you, you could tell Jack Viney was hurt. He didn't want to show it, yeah. but you can tell that he went. Well, that's the thing where, you, where I like he didn't want to show it too. Yeah, exactly. If you're the guy yeah. who's put the hit on and you know he doesn't want to show it but still is, yeah. you, you know it was sweet. I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and you can see it. He just looked and went, yeah. No, nah, I'm dead. I'm yeah. done. It's, and it looks yeah. like he's a couple of weeks out now. And you go to breathe and there's nothing there. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, but he had a game, the young lad. He did. And this is what we were talking about when the injuries happened, was that it gives Richmond the opportunity to put young players in there and build, uh, give the depth some experience yep. because there were positions, particularly backline, that we didn't have depth in. Mainly because it was lock-in for who fills yeah. those roles and, and people can experience. The injury run the last two years has been fantastic. Everyone's talking yeah. about it. But um, when you have injuries, okay, let's find somebody. Exactly. And I think Collingwood laid down the blueprint yeah. last year about how this works. Yeah. And No better example than that. Yeah. So I think this has been a massive negative that uh, the boys managed to turn around into a positive and people like Stack coming in makes it really, really hard for a lot of other players to earn their spot back, yep. which is exactly what you want. You want the competition. Precisely. Uh, you just want to be able to keep those players and not bleed them off in the off-season. Well, there could be a few more players coming in still because you had uh, yeah. Asprey um, did an ankle. Yeah. Um, just being stood on. So he, he might yeah. play. You never know. Yeah. I think he finished He finished off the game, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, after half. So he missed a quarter kind yeah. of thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, a revolt obviously being out. Yeah, so he's going to be a good couple of months um, yeah. doing his hip flexor or Yeah, that's something. the call. Uh, PCL hip flexor. That's right, it was hand, a knee. Like, yep. that's yeah. All. We've still got young Garthwaite to come back in uh, to get a chance. He's still skinny, young, yeah. um, but he could be a pretty serviceable backline. And I think um, Grimes is really one of the big stories of how – was it Grimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah Grimes is one of the better players. Stepped up in the absence of rants. There were questions on Grimes. Obviously, still a bit immature um, in, in the body. 
so they'll the questions were whether he can handle that key defender position that uh, was going to be left with, with when Rance gets injured. Yeah, and there oh. were questions, and I feel like he stepped up and really owned that role and made him and the backline accountable for yeah. who they're playing on. Well, still a talent deficit compared to some of the competition. Yeah. So, but he's on the right track. Well, I always thought that he was a little bit underrated because of how much um, press and, and lauds um, that go Rance's yeah, way. Yeah. Um, but now he's, you know, he's, he's got to be the leader of that back line. And yeah. besides his stupidity against, uh, was it against Collingwood? Yeah, it was with Mason yep, Cox. Yep. Um, you know, he's he's done really well. Wins a lot of one-on-ones. He does. And he's, he's always 100% effort till yep. that ball is over the line. Yep. Doesn't matter what line it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're just talking about... Um, coming into the squad and hoping, hoping to keep him on. Yeah. Callum Moore is one of the ones being toted as uh, getting wooed by a few teams. Right, yep. You, I would say this is an exceptional year for injury for Richmond. Yeah. I think he's he is that cusp player that probably would be better off going. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Maybe. Like, you want to keep him for depth, um, but he's not getting that much of a run, if at all, really. Um, I don't think he's played this season. No. So, someone like that, I mean, you can't keep players in your twos who are looking to play AFL. It's yeah. just one of those problems of being successful. Yeah. Speaking of players in your twos, uh, Brandon Ellis has spent a bit of time back there. He's yep. finally back in the in the ones, and this has been his best game in probably two or three years. Had an amazing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah really stepped up. Um, hard contest. And one thing that I like about Ellis is that you've seen his development as a player over the years because there were massive holes in his game, particularly his left yeah. side. Uh, was fucking useless on his left side. Um, but... Didn't shy away from it over the last two seasons, and you can see those improvements of him being a multi-side player. Not still, you know, at the level he should be as an AFL, in my yep. opinion, but you still got to work on those things. So he still makes mistakes. Yeah, and he, but he's yep. always evolving, always self-analyzing his game and looking at where he can improve. Um, and that's what you want. You don't get too demotivated by being dropped at the twos. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a slap on the wrist for someone like Ellis who's been prominent in the ones. Yeah, but. It's about how he bounced back, basically. Well, he got eight tackles, too. So he was obviously pretty desperate to yep. get the, the pressure on, yeah. which is exactly why you drop someone to VFL, to get them out yep. of that uh, apathy, I suppose, or yeah. just routine. Yep. And he came back and he was hungry again. So well, Eight tackles, 20-odd touches and two goals. Yeah, That's a good night out. Yeah, that, That's exactly what you want out of him. And one of the ones, like, the consistent player for the Tigers, yeah, for me, has been Prestia. I feel like he is one person that... Had a lot of hype coming into the team, but you're figuring we've got Cochin, we've got Martin, we've got all the other players that are going to be similar roles. Is he just a fringe dweller? What's he get, he's going to slot in? Yep. And he's carved his own role out in that team. Um, made made himself important that you can't, uh, well, not that you can't drop him, but he's made that role his own of being yep. um, a sort of outside player that can drift in forward, um, but figures out where he plays the game in that team around Dusty and Koch. Yeah. And with Koch out, uh, he's always one that's going to step up and been really impressive, on, on, according to me. So that's that's Richmond. What do we make of Melbourne? Because they're one and five now and sitting dead last. No, no Proust, no Melbourne. No Proust, well, no Melbourne. No yeah. Proust, no Melbourne. Well, Gorn uh, smashed the hitouts. Yeah. Like, uh, he had more than the Richmond Ruckman combined mm. uh, and easily dominated there and got a decent amount of the ball around the ground too. Yeah, one of the uh, – kicked the goal too, I think. Yeah, he won one. Mm, so yeah, yeah, he had a couple right. of yep. shots. Yep. Um, but – if you're that dominant in the ruck and your midfielders aren't getting the clearances and the yeah. forwards aren't getting well, the shots, something's wrong. Some, like, whether oh, it's structural or whether it's just a ruckman being sh- uh, like sharked too yeah, well. Yeah. I don't know. And the thing that frustrates me, you know, as a as probably the shortest ruckman who ever lived, uh, I had to try and direct the ball directly to my rovers because I knew I couldn't uh, 
couldn't recover the ball if I lost the tap. So how AFL level ruckmen don't direct the ball to their rovers? Yeah. It confused. I know yeah. there's um, structures and counter structures and everything, but just the basic of stop tapping it forward. One of the funny things in this one was how they set up too, because Clayton Oliver was one of the best clearance players in the league. Yeah. He went to full forward uh, nah. at the start of the game, and Andy Brayshaw, you know, finished third in the uh, Brownlow last year. Yeah, he went to a wing. So I thought I, I can understand what he's trying to do, though. In yeah. that he's going, look, we've done it this way for five weeks, it hasn't fucking worked. Yeah, let's mix everything up. Yeah. I think he's just gone a little bit too far. Yeah. It does yeah. sort of look like, fuck it. <laughs> just because driving me the feet didn't work doesn't mean you drive me the dick. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, but you've got to try something. You maybe just tried too much of something. Yeah. But uh, it, so it was still close in the third quarter um, on the scoreboard, but it didn't feel close in the contest, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know, I know what you say when you're trying to try something, but sometimes footy can be a fucking simple game. Get the ball, kick it to one of your teammates. And try and have a shot at goal. Yeah. Like, granted, there can be a lot more complexity to it when you want to drill down and everything. But in the end, you beat the bloke standing next to you and you try and get the ball to one of your teammates. And it seems amazing how some players seem to fuck up something so basic. And yeah. some coaches and too, to be honest. A lot of people are standing next to nobody and they're like, hey, I'm winning. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But look, if you're standing next to nobody, you should be running to get the ball or running yeah. to become an option or something. Turnovers was the way that they decided to play. But uh, yeah. anyway, that's a comfortable win. I think uh, Richmond are undefeated in the night before um, Anzac Day. Yeah. Night before Anzac Day, which they've tried to make into a marquee, which I think it is now. Yep. Um, all right, on to the big one then. Um, Anzac Day, Collingwood versus Essendon. I don't know about you boys, but I love this game. Oh, it was I amazing. I thought it was great. Amazing. Had everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, only, only thing I, I loved it because both teams were under pressure and both teams uh, at some stage seemed to have fucked it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am disappointed a team had to win. To be honest. Yeah. It was yeah, one of those games. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's a shame that one team enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah. 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 I wanted them both to kind of suck a little bit harder, but um, it was it was a highly entertaining match. Um, you know, ebbs and flows, um, cliffhanger ending, had everything you wanted from it. Uh, some specky marks. So I just want to get marks. the timestamp on that, so we can get back where you say I just wanted them both to suck a little bit harder. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, We're going to put that in the promo. <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Danaher dobbing it from, what, 60, six? they yeah. reckon. And didn't get onto it either. No, no. It was, Terrible kick it was. It was definitely uh, economic that just got across the line. But Danaher was a standout for me for this game, coming off of doing fuck all for a long time. <laughs> well, well we sat out for the last yeah. half of uh, the season. Sounds and, like less than fuck all then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Came in. Big game. You know you People want to step up. Didn't think it was going to be Danaher. Uh, lots of criticism. Maybe this is what ignites uh, his season and puts him back on the map to put Essendon in front. Well, their season. Uh, yeah, their season, season. Yeah. They're, well, they're up and dangerous now. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's a little bit more confident now that he knows that um, it's okay to have that moustache and lifestyle. Because <laughs> yeah, we saw James yeah. Faulkner uh, in the week. <laughs> have you heard about that? No. Uh, James, You know James Faulkner, uh, the cricketer. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. He's got, uh, right. He's got the same moustache as uh, old mate. Has he? Yeah, as Danaher. And uh, he had an Instagram photo where he talked about, here's me and my boyfriend. Right. Um, Together five years. Yeah. Okay. And then everyone's gone, oh, really? The moustache makes sense then. Glenn Maxwell come out and said, good on you, mate. You know, I'm, I'm sure you feel good. And, um, you know, it takes a bit of courage. And Sean Tate said the same thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I bet it's a load off your, off your mind and off your back. Yeah. Um, one little problem. He's not gay. Not gay. <laughs> really? He's just, it's he's his just, best mate. He's his roommate. 
<laughs> he, and he, he's a boy who's a friend. <laughs> he, he jokingly refers to him as his boyfriend. Right, he put yeah. it on Instagram and nobody else knew. Oh, no shit. But what I love about this, though, is there's going to be people in years to come that didn't hear the, Story. the clarification. They're going to go, wait, wait, he's getting so married? Good. He's yeah. gay, isn't he? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, maybe um, Dan Hur's like, oh, well, if it's okay for uh, Maxwell... Maybe I can get away with it too. Faulkner. Yeah, Faulkner. Faulkner. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, okay, for Maxwell too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You've heard it here first. Maxwell, guys, um, loves it. But uh, absolutely. He, he likes a short pitch delivery. Um, He's you, man-catted his own. The, uh, the booing at the end, I, I, what I really don't like is how much the media covers it. And then yep. I know I'm making that worse by then talking about it. But oh, look, I thought it sucked, <sighs> to be honest. Um, I... I disliked Nathan Buckley probably more than the next bloke. Yeah, oh, and, he, he did the right thing. But and I'm I, not a fan of Pendlebury, but Buckley was right. You, yeah. you can't blame a a champion player. And he is yeah. a champion player. That's not oh, of um, course he's bullshit. Uh, when your team loses, it, but uh, he's doing his job. At the same time, we know exactly why you're booing. We understand it. I love that you have that passion, and yeah. the booing never should leave the game because but it's all the, part here's of the things. Uh, I read the headline. People were upset because crowd booed, and I went, "Don't care." Yeah. Uh, no. So the Collingwood fans booed Pendlebury when they was leaving. No. Is that what happened? No, no, Essendon. Essendon, Essendon fans booed Pendlebury. Because there was some when contentious, he's getting the medal. Because of the cons- he's getting the medal. contentious decisions yeah. right at the end of the game. Well, that's yeah. what yeah. some people are saying. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, that's definitely what they were booing for. And then yeah. he got the Anzac Day medal and they continued booing because yeah. it happened two minutes after the siren sounded. It did pump up a lot more in volume when Pendlebury got the medal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, yeah I, I don't actually care about that. If yeah. I think the crowd wants to boo, let them boo. It's I, really not I, a big fucking deal. I go back to the wrestling. Like I go back to Joffa. <laughs> Joffa's cool with the booing. He's exactly. over people. I'm like, oh, um, that's that's. Uh, but when you go to the wrestling, yeah, but you're Richmond. You boo your own yeah. for years. Fuck yeah, we do. Boo or cheer, they're both the same. Yeah, that's exactly. what you want. Yeah, it means people are invested. Yep. it's when they do nothing or yeah. when they don't rock up. That's when you're in trouble. Yeah, that's a very good point. Well, but um, north anyway. are a few games away, but. Uh, Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> That's when you get the nothing yeah. reaction. Um, oh, actually, Adam Saad, his run off the half-back line was incredible. Yeah, incredible. he's been brilliant this year. Yep. Um, it seems like the last few years, premierships have been decided Imagine by if they still have Basher Hooley as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. Basher well, now, yeah. not, not yeah, exactly. Basher. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Basher had a blinder season when they won the flag. Yeah. Um, well, imagine if Saad went Richmond then. <laughs> <laughs> JJ had the blinder season, Bulldogs win the yep. flag. Yeah. Um, and, you know, last year, I'm sure there was a West Coast player halfback. Well, they they got a young and they now. got Petrosel now. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it seems like that is just such a weapon you can use. It is. Uh, and so he's a little bit untidy sometimes, but, geez, he's oh, got the willingness to When you're moving at that yeah. pace, it's hard yeah. not to yeah. be. So is Basher, you know. Sometimes you just need a bit of, uh, <laughs> bit of grab it, run and kick it. It's You've got to, you know, pick your battles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just need capable forward line who can be who can actually grab the mark. <laughs> Yeah, the funny thing is, Basher puts a bit too much air in it, and he arrives by the time the ball lands. <laughs> I, I do like though that. I mean, we're going back to Richmond, but um, that their uh, plan was, you know what, uh, Basher runs and he just kicks it blindly. You know what? Let's make our plan. Blind kicks into the forward line. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about good delivery. We'll, we'll sort of make it shit delivery. That way, we're expecting it. it. It's total comp- compartmentalization of your your six 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 duties. Yeah, you are you to do <laughs> fucking. That's their problem. Once well, it's out maybe your that's what zone. Essendon can do to go that one step further. You just go, you know what? Shit delivery is our brand. That's yeah, what we're going to do. Yeah, and compartmentalisation. Actually, speaking of shit delivery, um, one reason why I was okay with Collingwood winning was because of Jake Stringer. 
I don't know why. I just <laughs> fucking can't stand him. Uh, I think it's the pedophilia. Right. Well, that could be <laughs> too. That, that, yeah, that could also be it. To me, that's sort of a deal breaker with liking a person as a human. One of. Yeah. I mean, you know, granted, on the pedophilia scale, he's he's not quite Cardinal Pell. Um, but he's definitely uh, he's, he's he's approaching Charlie Chaplin. Yes, well, he's had a family that sorted all that out for him, so <laughs> it's kind of really like the Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, all right, on to Friday night then, which is um, Port Adelaide and North. Um, so it's under three goals in the end, but was that North finally getting their shit together, or was it Port going, uh, oh, I can't be fucked? A little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Um, as soon as Higgins was out, I knew we had no chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Not a good start. No, and to be honest, we were pretty long odds uh, from yeah, before, before that. Yeah. Um, but having said that, there were definite positives. I mean, Nick Larkey finally coming in. Uh, he's yep. one of uh, I've given mm. some pump-ups uh, in the last probably six months or so and kicked three. Uh, and playing that Jared Wright weight role. He kicked three. What, because not playing. I guess so, so is he out for the next four weeks? Both racing he'll be, for that he'll one. Be back, he'll be back in finals. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's because Ben Brown's got three people on him, so Nick Larkey's standing there like, no one's, no one's, all right, fair enough. Uh, I guess I'll have a crack. Um, there were some very contentious umpiring decisions going both ways, which confused. The funny thing is you get that when the crowd's confused. Um, the umpire blows a whistle and everyone's like, the fuck? Huh? And even the player's like, what? Yeah, that happened in a lot of games over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I did see too. Um, the umpires came out and said, we're really uh, upset with the AFL for not backing us in. Like, mate, you get the absolute uh, golden child treatment all the time. The AFL back them in when they make the most stupid decisions sometimes. And they're blatantly wrong sometimes. But this time they've yeah. gone, hang on, there were some... Uh, issues we need to clarify here. So, yeah. And the AFL needs to own some of that too. I, guess yeah. I, I reckon a lot more of it is the way the rules are, are going. And a good example of this is, uh, especially after the Anzac Day game. So that was the morning of this game. They came out. The umpires reviewed their own decisions, whatever. Yeah. And you know five, they gave themselves five out of five for the five contentious ones that went, right, mm. no, we made the correct decision. The way the rules are written, if they made the exact opposite decision, yeah. I guarantee they could have reviewed it and got five out of five still. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, I've heard it really needs a proper thorough investigation. Just, um, I've heard Muller's free at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the problem isn't to me that uh, this is right, this is wrong. No. It's if you're calling this in the first quarter, you call you it in the second, the, the third, yeah. the fourth. And we don't see that. Well, we may, see Maybe they approach the game like AFL coaches and they set their, their game <laughs> phase structures. One. Yeah, phase one. <laughs> We're going to call this time and we'll go on this one. So many La- rules, it's hard to cover them all at once. Last quarter, everything's on. Yeah, multi-bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All we want is consistency, and the umpires want that too, I'm sure. But you've got one field umpire that interprets one way, another interprets another, and you end up with pissed-off players. I'm going to be honest, I'm sports. not really that unhappy about the inconsistency because it's great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's great. Uh, you, you love to see somebody pissed off. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly right. And yeah. uh, usually it's you know my fans, so <laughs> it's weird, see someone else uh, arguing about it. The weird part to me is, though, when people go, well, you couldn't do any better. I'm like, you're right, because I'm not an AFL umpire. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't build my house better than my builder, but if the fucking thing falls on my face, I'm yeah. upset at him. Yeah. And, and he's got to fall, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, are you saying we should sue umpires? Uh, or hit him with a brick. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. Um, there were some plays here where there was uh, – it looked like North Melbourne were trying to throw it. Um, there was a three-on-one uh, – sorry, a three-on-none contest that North lost at one stage yeah. and it ended up in a goal. Um, but uh, it did look like a team that was down on confidence and 
um, looking for the gates. But they came back late, which, um, you know, was something. Something they could hang their hat on. The big thing for me, I think it might have been uh, David King or Matthew Lloyd who highlighted it. Uh, Two fucking opinions I respect. They're actually right at this one, that North ignored the corridor at all costs for the first three quarters. Right. Um, When they had an open player running through the corridor, they would just kick it to a contest down the line. And that's a very negative way to play footy. Like, you won't... You won't give... Like, if you put it in the corridor and you miss, it's a goal the other way. Yeah. Yeah. If you hit it, it's a goal your... Or a shot on goal your way. Yeah, you're moving. But if you don't have the faith that your player on their own can collect the ball and run forward, then you've got no business playing AFL. I think their handballs through the back line as well were panicked, and they're not targeted. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, like we've been saying, um, they're not the right distance handballs. Yeah. They're handballs yeah, where... Handshake handballs. Yeah. yeah. If you're handballing to a stationary player and the person coming towards you is mobile, he's got a speed advantage to yeah. cover both of you. Yeah. So if that player is going to be a, a, an option, they need to be moving. And you need to be able to handball to a moving player. This is, this is under 15s. Yeah. Um, if you're not confident doing that at AFL, drop back. Um, one other issue which is coming up is uh, young Ben Cunnington. Um, now, we know he doesn't like to talk, but he's just about funding the AFL Tribunal on his own this year. He's setting a bit of a record. What's he I, for this time? I, another he, fine. Oh, well, yeah, another a one. spitting back, uh, back elbow. Yeah. A spitting he's, back well, elbow. Well, he's gone to hip and oh, shoulder. Like 6 to 12 or something. No, well, he's gone to hip and shoulder. I think he's gone to bumper guy. I can't, uh, it might have been Rosie, actually. It might have been one of the young lads. Uh, he's missed him with the four and then just kind of turned his body and then just clipped him. So he's missed so, him with the lead shoulder and got yeah. him with the back elbow. The back yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it, if he meant it, Jesus Christ, he's done well. Yeah, as long if as he as meant just, it, he should be in the <laughs> UFC. As long as you step into it properly and get yeah. like, the hip rotation first, it's a solid move. And he got another fine during the game. He got two in this one, but I can't remember what the other one was for. But I think he's up to five fines. Sure. Somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of fish. Actually, um, speaking about fines, I got a parking fine at... Fucking Preston Markets when they were shut today. How, right. What the fuck? Had, you can challenge you... that then, can't you? I hope so. Anyway, yeah. Dodgy <laughs> fucking Preston. Just, just write your challenge in English. Um, it'll take them more than the 40 days to get back to you. Yeah, well, actually, at uh, for Hung, they were pretty impressed with my Vietnamese today, I must say. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, don't know what I said, but they liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, I think that um, Cunnington, if he gets fined again, it's up to eight grand. Now that's how he, how he's traveling right. because you know how it goes up each time you yep. get fined. Yeah, so I think he has four or five, but uh, the, double or nothing, double or nothing. Why not? Um, but uh, Nathan Jones, I think, still holds a record for twenty seven grand in, in the. I wonder if it gets to a point where the AFL will actually package those fines up and like off offload them to the third party. Actually, to that's the, what the they, data collection. That's what they're doing this year. The, really? the, the fines are going to um, uh, CTE research. Ah, oh, right. Um, I'm in it... like a debt collection agency where oh, oh, you know, they'll, okay, they'll pay like uh, 50 cents on the dollar well, so maybe, you get back. Maybe that's what Cunnington can do. He can say, can you give me off half the fines? If once I'm retired, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do the collection you take for take that out of my link in North Melbourne. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he could do the collections too. Um, 35 touches. But then he, then he has <laughs> to mention that. They have all come to him going, you owe us eight grand. But then How he has to talk to somebody. You owe me eight grand. Um, yeah, fuck but, you. You owe us eight grand. Nah. Nah. Sounds like you owe me eight grand. Uh, well, there's going to be hell to pay. Nah, you. Settle down, Jake King. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 21 contested, which was Shit. six more than uh, the next yeah. one. Yeah, yeah but, but 15 of those contests with his teammates. So, <laughs> yeah. But the problem is they are relying on him to do that. Yeah. Well, that is the problem, yeah. The, their new recruits are all outside players, and you know they're lacking yeah. a little bit of inside ground. Yeah. But, and a bit of polish, too. I mean, uh, there was 
one stage there, I think you could be forgiven for thinking that Pittard didn't still play for Port. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. In the first quarter. In the second half, I think he actually came pretty good. He, he was uh, very good at rebounding in the third and fourth. There was a lot of turnovers. I, it, yeah. it got pretty bad, I thought. I think what you're really uh, missing is like a, a, a Mav Weller type player that you should buy for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you're not happy with Mav? <laughs> ah, just superfluous to what we need. That's all. <laughs> why why would I got lots of money? Let's, you know, milk them for a bit. But uh, the other good thing out of the game for a North side of things was um, Luke Davies Unaki actually getting a fair bit of the ball which, yeah. uh, and was pretty, yeah. uh, pretty good with it. Um, but Connor Rosie got the uh, rising star nod and deserved it. Yeah, no, God, um, he, he looks spectacular, doesn't he? he? He looks like he needs to get on the protein a bit. But, he, well, uh, oh, there's a few north there. He's, he's a young lad. Definitely no, not he's, he's, there. He's port. Oh, he's port, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and he, he looks something special. Um, I think he was the one they gave up Wingard to get the opportunity to get him. Uh, among other, others, yeah. yeah. In, in the in the wash-up kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, time will tell on that, that move. It will, but I, I'd say... The uh, the upside there is pretty fucking high. If he can, yeah. we expect the second year blues as you do, but yeah. uh, he looks all right. Um, yeah. I'd say it's a two horse race for the Nab Rising Star between him and Sam Walsh. I'd say so. Um, yeah. The thing is, I think Rosie can have quiet games, you know, yeah, like yeah. any first year player. Yeah. Sam Walsh doesn't. Yeah, but yeah. Well, Rosie's highlights real and his effect on uh, games and his yeah. ability to contribute to a win. Yeah. At yeah. a club like Port Adelaide as opposed to Carlton too is going to be better yeah. than what Sam Walsh is. I mean, Sam Walsh could be captain by the bye. Yeah, he, he, he literally could be in four or five years and you could understand it. Yeah. Um, I think they've already re-signed Walsh. Yeah, yeah, it would not surprise me at all. He, he hasn't had a bad game yet, um, no. which is pretty amazing for a first-year player. But yeah. Rosie, yeah, not unhappy with drafting him at all. No, he's been yeah, good. Sure. Um, I think that about does for this yeah. one. I, mean, Actually, I would say, too, Lysette uh, showed himself to be really good at the uh, the utility sort of ruckman role. Yep. Like around the ground, he was actually very, very handy. Uh, Paddy Ryder, I thought, was a bit bit hit and miss. but uh, Here and there. I think Lysette will prove to be a very, very good pickup for them. Amazing that uh, Paddy Ryder didn't take a mark all game. He's usually a fairly good set of hands, but um, it yeah. might be just the, the differences in the, in the roles as well. Um, on that too, you know, Goldstein has to shoulder a lot of the work. With Benny Brown having a little bit of a dry patch, you reckon put him up the ground? Well, they, put yeah, him in the ruck? they did a bit, actually. Uh, he played in the ruck a tiny bit. Uh, had a few hitouts, but Goldstein and Brown are a similar style ruckman. They're they're live, you know, not particularly high leaping, but yeah. they make yeah. that contest. Uh, North needs a freak, and unfortunately, the one they've got is uh, not going to be coming back for some time now. Although I did hear uh, reports, as you always do, yeah, that yeah. Um, they're looking aiming for about around sixteen uh, VFL run. Um, yeah, yeah that'd be pretty optimistic. Yeah, but. It could also be he might be the only fit player by then. So, uh, And on that too, I mean, let's be realistic. Um, you're going to bring him back just for the sake of bringing him back. It's not yeah. like there's a finals run. Um, I mean, they could turn things around, but right now you don't expect, all right, we need you back by round 17, so you're right for finals. You yeah, know but also, know? you've got to give people a reason to turn up. Yep, and yeah. if North aren't playing finals, seeing Madge come back. you got a, you got a story. I'm turning up to that game. you got yeah. something to sell. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It Put, would, if, like, it'll be a fucking amazing achievement. When it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, on to the Q clash. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed in the crowd on this one. I thought, you know, both teams are up and about. Um, Bris- Metricon, right? Metricon, yeah. yeah. Especially was- after Brisbane having a packed house last week. Yeah, yeah. And you would have hoped that they'd um, uh, get, yep. you know, sort of 20 
um, at, at this game, but it's a little bit quiet than that. Yeah, 13,000. There you go. 13.6. 13, I was going to say um, 15, but I, I couldn't quite remember. Um, yeah, 13, even even for Gold Coast, it's just a little bit low for mine. Um, yeah. However, uh, the game went on. Um, there's some great play from Brisbane, to be honest. Uh, I, I think Gold Coast is starting to fall back uh, and will probably end up where everyone expects them to end up. Yeah. Um, still positives out of Gold Coast. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pierce Hanley. Someone. Yeah, Pierce Hanley is going to pick up. Um, he had, uh, I guess, a, a rare sort of highlight in that he knocked Hodge the fuck out. Um, Hodge was, really? Hodge was uh, stepping up steps that weren't there after he uh, collided with. Gave him the yeah. good old concussion so, test. Better than Hodge yep. usually falling down stairs that are there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, he's a, a small select crew there, I guess, and... Um, that's probably the, the, one of the few highlights that Gold Coast had. Well, Jared Witts was dominant um, in, in this game. And, you know, he's playing against uh, was, was, uh, Steph Martin, um, yep. who, who's no slouch. But um, I thought Witts was um, maybe Gold Coast's best player. But it, Yeah, you can make that argument. Mm. It's not a, a tight uh, race, that one. Either. Martin's still frustrating to me. He, Fiorini. 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 Yeah, Martin's extremely athletic. Um, has a pretty decent gas stack on him. Is a massive unit, and yet somehow fades out of game so easily. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Um, I, I don't know whether that's because he's setting up poorly or whether he's his role is just to tap and then hang out. But uh, I, I need more from him, and I think he can be that play. He can match it with the best ruckman going around at the moment, but he's just not. Um, I did like uh, Daniel Rich's game too. Yeah, twenty-five touches and operating at about eighty percent um, disposal efficiency. Jeez, yep. when he's on, he's on. He is like, and I think he's. I'm a really big fan of Daniel Rich. Obviously, he's probably getting on in years now. Would he be like twenty-eight, twenty-nine, something he, like that? Probably around there, I reckon. Yeah, he but might be a little bit younger, but a player that I've always loved to watch play because he's always hard, yeah. always fair. Um, there's no. He's a footballer. He's exactly. not an athlete. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. and. Um, so yeah, I love it when he's firing. I think he's really, really fun to watch. Very hard of the hard of the ball, hard of the body, um, but not unfair. And yeah. I think he seems like you don't hear much about him in social media or any other context. So he seems like he's a pretty humble person. Just goes yeah. out there, does his footy. Mm-hmm. People like that, I want to see succeed. I want to yeah. see him do well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always happy when Rich turns on a good game. Well, he was drafted in '08, so that makes him what first game in '09. So he's yeah. probably been in the system 10, 28. Yeah, ten uh, years. Yeah, that. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mitch Robinson um, took away the medal, but I think uh, Lockie mm. Neal still gets votes in this game. Yep. Jesus Christ, he's going to be hard to beat for the Brownlow this year. It's going to be a tough run, yeah. I uh, mean, only reason he doesn't win is Vic Bias, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon Dame Beams just fucking hates him? Because yeah. if, uh, if Lockie Neal wasn't there, they'd be going, oh, if they had Beams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Neal's better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right now he is. Um, People upset about that are Freo supporters. <laughs> <laughs> Lockie, yeah. he's been absolutely killing it this year. Um it, Jager is still my pick for the Brownlow because I said it before the season started. But yep. if Lockie Neal's after six games isn't on, you know, double digit votes, um, I'll be very, very surprised. Um, and the other thing I took out of this game too was uh, the Lincoln McCarthy, who um, had a real purple patch early on in the season, mm. um, and then went a little bit quiet, and everyone thought, okay, you know. Um, but he turned it on for a couple of goals in this game, including a beautiful left foot. Um, yeah. He looks so natural on his opposite leg yep. that. You know, again, should be every player, yeah. but it's not. Yep. So um, when it does happen, you really, really notice it. But mm. goddamn, I, I love a player that can kick on both sides of the body. Yeah, so, so do your teammates too. Yeah, it makes, makes your, your ability to set up so much easier. Why is that such a rare skill? 
Like it just seems like if you're yeah, a you think know. of um, players who may not have had the best speed and may not uh, be the most athletically gifted, but they can use both sides of their body. They have yeah. long careers, generally. yeah, because the um, you know the skills on each side are just so well, valuable. Because you know you might slow down. You know your athleticism withers with age, but the skill doesn't. Yeah, you know? not as much, and also and the head doesn't. Your your speed might slow, but you're still going to be faster taking half a step and kicking off your yeah. left than a full step and a half to kick off your right. Yep. Yeah. Or wheeling around to get to your preferred. But also, you know, and Sammy Mitchell is my favourite player of all time. There'd be times where he'd take a mark and he'd just stand still because the guy yeah. on the mark doesn't yeah. know which way he's going to go. Because yeah. mm. he can go either. Yeah. And you've got to respect it. So yeah. um, anyway, I really like that, um, that goal around the corner where he shook off his opponent so made his opponent look slow mm. um, and didn't know what was going on. Um, and Cam Rayner, too, again, putting in a, Another couple of goals. Three goals, one. Uh, only had 10 touches. Yeah. But he's just one of those players that, at the moment, he does fade in and out of games. But, Jesus, he is going to be good. When They keep talking about, you know, they've got to make him a little bit um, fitter and uh, and give him a bigger gas tank and give him some midfield time. And, Mike, why not make him a full forward? You know? Yeah. Why not yeah. make him... He doesn't... You don't need to be six foot five to be a full forward. Yep. Um, just because it works for other players, making that so he gets ten touches and kicks three goals each week. I'll take that. Every turn, take that every day. Yeah, shit, yeah. Um, uh, why, why try to fight his natural um, yeah. game? Yeah. Let's be honest. If he says I want to, I want to leave Brisbane, <laughs> every team's after him. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, seventeen other teams are interested. Mm. Um, on to Saturday night, the Saints and the Crows. Um, interesting game. I thought there's a fair bit going on. Uh, I don't know if the Saints are coming back to earth or was it a little bit um, when Jack Loney went down, they lost their heart a little bit. I think yeah. that was a big one. Yeah. I, I don't know how much it made uh, an effect on the game, but you could feel the soul come out. Yeah. And they really were disheartened and, and yeah. played differently after that. Never mind being down a good player and being down a rotation. Yeah. It's, yep. it's oh, mate, is that another knee? Well, that's what's going to suck for the Saints is one thing they can't afford to cop is more injuries. Yeah. Um, that's always been the concern over the last few years. And with something like that, it's not a uh, 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 result of some sort of uh, structural uh, imperfection yep. in, in their system. It's, it's just pure bad, bad luck. luck. Like, yeah. what can you do? Do um, we have the uh, the rundown on that? Because I saw it was hyperextended. Like, everyone could see that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. do we know the damage yet? Yeah, it wasn't an ACL. So he's... Right. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. But it's still going to be six, six or seven days. weeks. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it did look pretty raw. Yeah. 
and you, everyone can see it. And I don't blame yeah. Laird yeah. for one minute. It was in no, the contest. No, yeah. this, you know, it, shit happens. Yeah. Um, but you know, and the Saints have had a few injuries at the start, and that meant they discovered new players. Yep. Um, yeah. Um. But there becomes a tipping point, and I think we're very close to that now. Yep. However, one of the players they discovered is Parker, who's had another blinder. Amazing. Amazing. Um, the AFLPA. Yep. Gives out a first year best first year player yep. with with no age restriction. Yeah, I think he's going to shit that in this year. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he's better than Walsh. How old is he? He's twenty one. Yeah, something like that. There. Yeah, um, yeah. He's been the revelation for them, and it's just got to be good for the Saints getting a draft pick that comes good. Yeah, because uh, they've pegged a lot of their future success on draft picks they've got. Uh, Hugh Goddard, players yep. like that that just never come good. Yep. Or the oh, players that did Paddy come McCartan good, yeah, got all injured. play in the same position. Yeah. Uh, so it's really hard to have key position players uh, after a very successful period for the club. So Walsh is my pick for the NAB Rising star, but yep. um, Parker's my pick for best first-year player. Yeah. Uh, he just provides so many options and such enthusiasm. It's just it's fantastic to watch. Yeah. On the flip side, they've got Hanbury. Yep. Yeah, you're still not going to see him for another half a year. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they can't all be, all be gems. Let's get exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why they've discovered these other players because um, Hanabry, Carlisle, and um, yeah, Geary now, well, fuck yeah. that injury. Yeah. Um, you know, and Paddy McCartan. They've got all those guys out. So young kids have a go. And you know what? Yep. The kids are all right. Yeah. I think Fradlade, though. Um, when Tex is up and about, he is, everyone said, the heart and soul of that team. Oh, and he absolutely is. Uh, kicked a lazy four. Uh, should yep. have probably got a couple more, to be honest. But when he is, uh, you know, up, um, doing his strut, celebrating yep. and everything, you see the whole team lift. He's yeah. a great kick of the ball. Yeah, he really when he is. is um, he's not a quick decision maker, but he's good enough to buy himself time. Yeah. And when he has that moment, that just that two seconds, just yep. have a look, God damn, he, he can drill a pass from 60. Yeah. I still remember like one of his first second years back at the old uh, Adelaide, what do they call it? Footy Park. Park. Um, banging one in from over 50 metres out on the tightest angle you can get at 50 metres out. Outside the yeah. boundary line. Uh, drop kick, drop punt. Yeah, drop, drop punt. punt. Yeah. Always drop punts. Yeah. Uh, so unless you know you're the same distance out and go on check side in the grand final. But, you know, different story. But I think with him, they just need to get involved in the ball. As soon as he gets involved early, he has a tendency yeah. to be able to find the ball and well, come man, out. You reckon Richo style? Uh, get him on the ground a bit. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I actually do think Richo style for a little bit if he's not getting involved. Um, and that way he gets his way into the game a lot earlier and he doesn't have to uh, over put, overexert himself yeah. and make mistakes. Sometimes you can try too hard. You just need to chuck him on the wing, get him involved, where you go. See, here's a question that's going to stop you. Uh, Richo v Tex in chess. Who wins? In chess. Oh, tell you what, not the audience. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I, King I, me. There is such a thing as a stalemate in chess. Yeah, yeah. It might start that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you would have to coax them back to the to the chessboard quite a number of times. Although you never, they could be turned out. One of them's a fucking master. Yeah, you're right. It could, yeah. but I, I don't. I'm not putting money on. I that. don't know, man. They could just get infatuated with the the clock. Just keep pressing buttons like a snap. Hey, Tex, watch this. Watch this. I, I stop it. Stop it. Sixty nine. What, what's your score? Sixty nine. Clock only is up sixty. Fucking tricky. No, one point six. One point nine. Sixty nine. All right. Um, uh, interesting as well. Adelaide, you know, have apparently turned their season around the last two weeks by beating Gold Coast and. Um, the the Saints. Yeah. Um, Jerker Jenkins has been playing in the twos, and he's copped it on the chin. Um, and yep. they said, you know, he had a good game last week. He kicked three in, in the sandful. Yep. I saw it. 
um, two from inside the goal square, one yep. from one step outside the goal square. Oh, so he's so back to form. Well, you know, at least he's got a did big... he go to the top for that one? <laughs> well, just about. Say, at least he's working on his range. <laughs> <laughs> one step outside. What you're going to do in the twos is work on your weaknesses. I, th- I think he's gone back to, you know, this is my strength. This is my brand. Yeah. I'm back into it. But, uh, yeah. There is only one like it. This one is mine. <laughs> yeah, a bit like that. Um, anyway, uh, on to the Battle of the Bridge, which is still, they've got no, a can it. No. They've got a can it. I heard a suggestion um, on another podcast that said uh, the the blood orange bowl, they should call it. I'm like, no. well, that's better. Uh, We're getting there because you've got the bloods and you've got the orange team. It's A, it's better than Battle of the Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have liked the War of the M4, but the M4 goes out west. It doesn't touch the city at all. Uh, but shit. Neither does the fucking bridges. Um, so. Yeah. Because you don't cross either to get to the game, but never mind. Um, I, I can't think of anything on the spot. No. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, the other thing I want to change in this game is um, they they need a clash jumper because one team red and white, the other team orange and white. doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Plus, yeah, love a good get- clash jumper. I find it funny that a Hawthorne supporter is calling for more clash jumpers. We don't need any clash jumpers. Other teams need them. No. Nobody clashes with brown and yellow. No, and you no. should never have had a clash jumper. You're fucking hideous at them. Yeah. No, we got one. No, I don't even like our one now. We've got no, the one now is your best. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean I like it. No, no I like no. some of the other ones with the, the hawk on the front and stuff like that. But anyway. Um, uh, I just want to know who looked at Gold Lame and said, I can make a footy jumper out of that. Gold Lame? What? Lame. Like the shiny shit. Oh, right. The Power Ranger one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, right. not our worst. We've done worse. Well, the jockey no, one was the worst. Yeah. I learned that word right now. <laughs> Looking balls. Full of shit and educational. <laughs> um, disappointing that... No, uh, Actually, this coming from you. I want to double check this word because you could totally be making this up. You, you say... It's funny how many people have that assumption of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they're all wrong. Um, disappointing that Franklin and uh, Davis didn't play because I, I love that matchup. But uh, both are in the yeah. stands. Yep. Um, I think it took something away from the game. But uh, just too much um, talent and skill um, on the on the Giants side of things. Yeah, yeah. We just looked at it. It's spelled gold lame. Well, lame. It's got lame. the little, um, not, not the accent over the E. So a, a type of woven fabric or knit with thin ribbons and metallic fiber. Uh, as yeah. opposed to guipe, which is the ribbons and wrap, and no one cares about the rest. Yeah, but yeah. There you are. So, anyway, too much skill on the Giants' side of things. Um, yeah, uh, but that's what I expected going into this game. I yeah. thought that with the way that uh, Sydney have been playing, they've had uh, outliers who have had cracker seasons, to be honest. Obviously, yep. Heaney. Um, uh, so, but all in all, GWS were a better skilled team. Um, yeah. I think the... Just more polish. The results obviously showed that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good to be able to... Um, have that transition of GWS, who were considered to be on the slide this yep. year, uh, by me especially, um, show that they've got life there. And especially for a team at that point, they want to be able to be successful to keep the players that have been bleeding because yeah. their academy yeah. picks and their depth is fading very, very quickly. Uh, so you need a core structure that's going to stay there, that's going to be... It is amazing. We said it before. <laughs> you know, they lose good players every single year. Yep. And yet they still got more good players. Well, that's obviously, it. that's the way they built themselves. Yeah, yeah, but it has to be that way. But you still have to hold on to people to keep consistency across yeah. there. Otherwise, your game plans are changed every year, and you're teaching a different game plan to or same game well, plan to different well, different kids. Every year. they've got they've got three big ones at the moment with um, uh, Canelio and Kelly. Uh, and Canelio yeah. is the one. Look, if he's not uh, in the top three Brownlow options, he 
probably being hard go done, close. to be honest. You'd go down yeah, close. Sure. You hit the scoreboard too. Uh, kicked four. Yeah. And uh, got a, a lazy 24 possessions as well. So yeah. he is he is on absolute fire at the moment. Yeah, on the flip side, Jake Lloyd has had a really consistent season uh, as a backman, which is tough to do. Um, but with Sydney not being the best offensive team uh, ever, but especially this year, um, I feel like he's one that's really, really earned his stripe. Yeah. Well, he was their best and fairest, and I think made All-Australian last year too in the, yep. in the back pocket. Yep. So um, it's one thing to say, though, that he's obviously getting a lot of the ball because it's down there a lot. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, so where do we see Sydney at the moment? Because to me, I, I think they're underachieving what we expected, but just because we expect so much from them all the time. Yeah, exactly. And, and you sort of, even last year, they won a few games ago, you had no right to win that game, but you found a way. Yeah. At the moment, they're not finding a way. Yeah. Um, you know, they got up over Carlton. I think that's their one and only win so far. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's a bit of a correction. Well, know? I think... Previously, too, they had their superstar midfield, but yep. they're always finding bit players to step up. Like Heaney was developing yep. uh, quite well. And then you'd yep. have uh, yep. Rowan, who would uh, step up in moments. And then yep. you'd have uh, Rompy. Rompy, Rompy. Yeah. Um, or both. Yeah, both. They'd, they'd be that player for a game or two yeah. throughout the season. But you're right. They always had that core. In, yep. in um, you know Kennedy Parker, um, McVeigh and Jack, and I think yep. losing McVeigh is a big thing for him as yep. well. And a couple yeah, of years back, sure. Hanbury as well. Like, yep. yeah, Even though now, he's, well, 2016 Hanbury, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a punchline at the moment, but he was an absolute champion. Yeah, of course, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I still believe Rob V Norm Smith in 2012. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few people being robbed of Norman Smiths, <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the, you know. Obviously, uh, being a North supporter, I'm looking towards Trey Week already. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's a new high. <laughs> one of uh, one of the rumbles that have been coming out is that North's uh, sniffing around John Longmire. Yeah, well, somebody floated it in, um, in 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 the papers, and I think it is a little bit of um, uh, fantasy drafting going on. Yeah, right. Where people are going, well, you're in trouble, you're in trouble. But having said that, I don't think it's that bad of an idea for Longmire because he's been there for so long. Well, you're going to say it's not that bad yet that you need John Longmire. That as well. I, <laughs> the thing, the I'm other thing is I don't think... like the way he plays. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time North had a, a coach who wasn't a rookie and it would have been... Um, an experienced coach. Barassi. Oh, geez. Okay. Fucking hell. So 70s, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because post that, uh, there was John, what is his face, uh, Schimmelbush, who was ex-player yep. straight away, uh, then followed by Pagan, who obviously was new to the role, coming from but, the juniors. From, yeah, he worked his way up through the, uh, yeah. through the grades. Then it was Laidley, and then it was uh, Scott. Fuck, yeah. what about Laidley? He was there for a while. Yeah, yeah he was actually. Yeah, he's a forgettable though, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, most clubs though... Don't go experience. Like it's rare for a, a coach to have their second club nowadays. Isn't that because funny though? It is because everybody gets sacked. Well, but, yeah, but that's yeah. always been the way. It's just it used to be you get sacked after two seasons. And yeah. Everybody go, oh, he's probably still got more to give. Yeah. Whereas now they'll yeah. probably stick with you for five. There's not much poaching or, or ten of coaches either since Ross Lyon. Oh, there's a shit ton of poaching of assistants. Assistants. Coaches. Yeah. 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 Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you're right that the um, the main coaches don't get chased so hard these days. It doesn't seem, or maybe they do, but they just remain loyal because they like what they got. But that brings me to something actually that you know, obviously they're struggling. Well, fuck, there's a point. Well, uh, that yeah. they're struggling this year, and, and you no, know, the Longmire gets the heat. Um, they lost their head assistant in Stewie Jew. 
Yeah. Yep. I yep. think maybe we don't give enough credence to these assistant coaches. And at same at Hawthorne, you know, um, everyone raves about, uh, you know, a Clarkson's apprentice. Yeah. Maybe those apprentices were pretty fucking good before Clarkson got his hands on them. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that's why Hawthorne were doing pretty well. Yeah. Not just because of Clarkson, but yeah. he was surrounded by very fucking smart people. Yeah. 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 Well, they lost Dew. They lost um, uh, Rishaw. They lost uh, another one too. Yeah. Um, Sydney. Sydney, yeah. 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 In, in assistance. One of their assistants, I'm pretty sure. Was it Jade Rollins? I don't know. Rollins, the rest of Sydney? Yeah, he left Sydney. No, I think you had him first. Right. Anyway, yeah. Um, either way, um, yeah. The, the, that's uh, the rumours I'm hearing. It is could be some more. They're looking at Longmore and also Jade Rawlings. Actually, come to think of it, yeah. Um, which, if you're Brad Scott, you don't want to hear those rumours. But fuck me, you'd be expecting I, him. I don't think Sydney are going to get rid of Longmore off one bad year. I mean, he's made finals every year. He's been there, except if this year doesn't happen. But remember, they were one in six. Yeah, um, exactly. two, yeah. two years ago. But also, you're and made see finals. That, who are they going to hire instead of him? Yeah, Blake, yeah, it'd exactly. be Blakey. Blakey. I think yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's, true, he's there at the moment. Yep. So. Um, which would be another funny thing seeing him coach his son, uh, especially because Nick Blakey seems like he'd be all right. Well, yeah. he'd have to stick his neck out, wouldn't he? <laughs> Thank God he's got a fucking neck to stick out. So. All right, that's enough about that game. Um, Dockers and the Bulldogs in Monday's 300. I do like that. I think they did well. Monday, Hundy. Um, he had a good game for his 300. That's back-to-back weeks for 300 gamers having a, a, a bit of a yeah. good game. To be honest, this, this game didn't grab me a hell of a lot. If no. I fair. And look, maybe that's just because we had uh, an absolute crack over an Anzac Day game and it was, you know, game after game after game. Uh, and maybe I was still a little depressed from Friday night. I don't know. But it, it, Every it, just, chance. it just didn't excite me. Yeah. And, and I'll wear that as me. If, if you loved it, that's but, on you. But also, uh, being over there and Fremantle are playing really good footy at the minute, you know, um, sitting second on the ladder, I think. Um, I don't feel like the result was ever going to go the other way. No, um, to be I expected a bit more from Frio. Like um, there, there were just some bits where I'm like, that seems a bit through the motions kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, the scores was it was still up for grabs at three quarter time, but you didn't feel like it was going to go any other way. Yeah, and the Bulldogs kicked nine fifteen. Um, just That's fucking terrible. Just poor, especially six points in the final quarter. Yeah, uh, I mean we say it all the time: bad kicking's bad footy, and Kicking nine fifteen is bad footy. Yeah, but having said that, had they kicked straight, I still think Frio would have just found a way. Um, no, they had a good game. Um, they, they did enough. You know, coming off the win the previous week with GWS, um, I thought Fife did enough without being spectacular. Uh, he set himself such a high bar, though it's hard for him to stand out um, unless he has forty and kicks five. But um, and I thought Walters was good for um, uh, for Frio as well. Look, Jesse Hogan, even though he got a bit of the ball, he was pretty wasteful with it. Yeah, well, they're trying to play him up the ground a little bit more. Yeah, his uh, disposal efficiency was 43%, which is pretty piss weak. Okay, yeah, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, I I think he's one of those guys that has had the tag of potential champion for quite a while now. Yeah. And he's had shown, he, ha- he deserves it, he's shown that potential. But he just seems to be that disinterested sometimes. And he's always had that, like that sort of lax the school yeah. sort of way about him. I do think it is a little bit that that's just his way. Yeah. Mm. But, um, you know, sometimes I want to see him passionate about more than an umpire's call. Yeah. 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 I can understand that. Yeah. yeah you can but I'm, I'm sure he won't give a fuck because uh, when I saw him at Mitchum uh, Shopping Centre, he told me to fuck off. So. Um, Probably deserved it, though. Look, I probably did. But he was trying to take the um, last matchbox car, and I was like, I'm not fucking having that. Fuck 
don't take my skyline. A uh, Matera kicking five, including God knows how many running back towards the goal square, um, just like his uncle. That are, uh, it's so weird that you know the the two Materas just love a fucking goal. Oh, well, it's crazy. Every Matera, really. Yeah. Oh no, Peter was good. He was a great midfielder. He, he loved a goal too, though. Ah, uh, he was all right. He was nothing on uh, uh, on Phil on Phil Matera. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had nothing. Yeah, it's it's he, unfair to put them in the same category. He didn't get outside the goalpost shadow very much. No, no, absolutely not. Um, not least of which because he was about as wide as a goalpost. <laughs> yeah, had the Kevin Bar attitude and the Kevin Bartlett haircut. <laughs> yeah, he did too, yeah. <laughs> well, Peter Matera was a fucking stonking champion. Yeah, I, I love watching him play. Um, but Brandon, uh, he, he kicked five, um, which is you know not a, not a bad effort at all for the small forwards. Yeah, man. Reese Conker, not the worst player on the field. He so was it would be very handy for him. Who do you think was the worst player on the field then? Are you going to dob someone in or uh, are you saying he was all right? Well, going by uh, the stats, I'm going to go with uh, Billy Gowers. What the fuck? Actually, you kicked a goal. You're all right. You're safe. Uh, <laughs> Alex Pierce. What the fuck did you do today? Hey, Alex uh, Pierce. Eastern Wood. Uh, Alex Pierce is my uh, All-Australian centre-half back. I reckon he's really? had an absolute champion of a year. Well, uh, did fuck all today. <laughs> well, he did get the ball. Probably much, might have but... injured. I don't know. I didn't watch this no, game, no, no. so I don't know. Um, no, he played well. Uh, he, he's just, you know, he's a, he's a backman. He's just, oh, just all right. well, he's he's all good. Cam McCarthy, holy shit! He went Luckily, a bit quiet. we waited eight years for him to get on the field. <laughs> no, Eastern Wood, backman with no tackles. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny we talk about the Peters before. When was the last time we heard someone say, "Oh, he's my kid. I've named him Peter." There'll be no Peters in a generation. We've got Peter Wright running around at the moment. That's the only fucking one, I swear. Peter. Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. No, I haven't thought about Peter no, as, a, as yeah. a kid's name. No. Well, same as like Wayne. Maybe for girls, Wayne though. Wayne done. Yeah, it might be more Peter. Yeah. Peter. Peter. I don't know. They might throw a bunch of umlauts and shit in there. Who know. knows? Yeah. Mm. Wasn't something I thought of no. you know, before then. Well, now you are. And now I am. It's a um, fucking thoughtful podcast tonight. Isn't it just? Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Hawthorne versus Carlton. Did either of you watch? Uh, you guys watch any of this one? Well, this is when my KO kicked in, and Did I really? had both Hawthorne and Geelong playing at the same time. Oh, geez, you saw two different games then. I saw two very different games, uh, both entertaining for their own reasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this was terrible football. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible to watch. It was, horrible it was to watch. very Carlton. Oh, Carlton had some brilliant pieces of play in the first half. Yeah, but. They every play seemed to be a sacrifice play. It seemed like every time they did something good, it meant that someone just died. Yeah. Oh, the, but you just knew they're going to lose it, though. You knew they're yeah, going to lose yeah. it. I don't know. When it was fifteen versus fifty-one, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, think I mean, like went. towards that uh, end of the third, oh, start of the fourth. Once you got in there, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, they're cooked. They're done. Um, this is uh, at half time. It was the worst I've seen Hawthorne play since at half time. Those are the Oz kickers. They're actually pretty good. <laughs> they were better than what Hawthorne was. In that first half, I, I haven't seen us play that bad since Peter Schwab was coach. And that was, Ooh, year, you know, when we started uh, yeah, it was that priority bad. picks. His, his next gig was doing umpires. Umpires, yeah. exactly. Um, there were handballs that were so panicked, so loopy, yep. that you go, mate, you, you must hate whoever you're handballing or Just through. like no clean pickups, especially. Yes. Uh, handball so defeat. Fumble, fumble, fumble. All of a sudden, it's three on one, and you play for a free kick. And then and they've got the ball. You know, they'd have a breakout bit of play, and somebody would drop an absolute sitter all yep. by themselves. Yep. And if it wasn't James Cousins, it was Ruffy. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Like, what the fuck, mate? Yeah, and I think uh, one of the highlights was Wingard's delivery into the forward 50. Usually, they fucked it up when they were getting it, yeah. but he was very clued in on um, 
delivering the ball to where he wanted the player to go as opposed to where they were leading. So you're mm-hmm. always getting uh, your minimum distance to the goals as you can because yep. you're not seeing where they're leading to and kicking it way out in front of them. There, you see they're about to turn or lead. He yep. kicks it into a spot. They turn around. They see the ball's going there. It's a very, very smart footy. Again, that's one of the the things I would think would be basic for midfields delivering the forward. Like, yeah. Put yep. the ball where you need the forward to be. If the forward's exactly calling right, the yeah. lead the other way, the forward's wrong. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I thought there was some uh, really neat pieces of play from Carlton in the first half. Um, beautiful goal, too. Um, oh, geez. I've forgotten who kicked it now. Um, but he, he got on the... the Ippy. Uh, no, goals of the of the week for um, uh, for Carlton. Um, and I thought Liam Jones. Um, uh, McKay. Uh, um, yeah, McKay, actually, you're right as well. Yeah, he, he wasn't the one I was thinking of, but geez, he, he had a nice drop punt. Um, He's backed up a beautiful couple of nice games shot. now. Jones or McKay? Uh, McKay. All right. uh, but Jones had a good game as well. Yeah, He actually had some really important plays towards yep. the end of the game, which, you know, they expect him to fuck those right up. <laughs> um, yeah, he took a really, really solid mark, yeah. uh, just especially where, obviously, when the pressure's on, um, you want to have that forward line pressure so that they really struggle to get that ball out. Yep. But Hawthorne did get that ball out quite easily, and it was the, the last line of uh, your zone yep. uh, for, you know, around basically the flank area. Uh, he stepped up and took big marks, crash packs, and did his job. Still not good enough, but... 18 different goal kickers for the game. Yeah, well... Pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Um, another surprising stat, Jarman Impey was the most uh, efficient player on the field. He's a good player. He had some really um, oh. Im- important marks in the last uh, quarter as well. Um, one of his better games. He's not... I think it's one of his best games, to be honest, because normally yeah. he'll get the ball and his pace is electric. Yeah. But he yeah. can be extremely wasteful with it. Yep. I don't think we saw his electric pace in this game, though. You're right. It, it, it was more an intercept mark. Yeah, which uh, if that's going to be your role and you can be that smart with the ball, yeah. fair play. Good uh, that's almost uh, Burgoyne-esque. Yeah, and Jager again, 42 touches and a goal. Mm, not, a, yeah. not a bad afternoon. I think Cripps yeah. probably uh, might have been the more beneficial to his side. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly on that, but <laughs> um, Jager was best on ground by a country mile. Um I think if you have a, have a look at clearances as well, he, he was an absolute beast. In the yeah, yeah. Um, how good is uh, James Warple? Um, Warple's he, been the yeah the standout for Hawks for me. When he tackles somebody though, he ripped bloody Zach Fisher's shorts in half. Did he really? Yeah, that part? ripped ripped a chunk of the shorts off and just left it there. I like it. Cool. Uh, it's not often you you don't see the shorts rip like that either. No, not just rip a chunk off. Uh, sounds suspicious to me. You reckon? Um, yeah, I don't know. A little bit of. Uh, a little weakness in there. Like, oh, look out. My balls are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky was asking for it. He's like, oh, he no, might have look been, at me, my balls. He might have been prepping it for uh, when he's standing on the mark or something. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, you're he's see. got breakaway shorts. There's going to be a point where he's on the mark, need to go after Siren, and he's got this covered. Well, he's thought about the situation. He's ready. <laughs> I'm fucking sick. It did look like the, the old, uh, you know, the uh, breakaway shorts like you have in um, basketball. In basketball, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. the Braveheart move. He's lifted kill yep. up. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. We should have kilt round every other fucking round. Every player runs out with a kilt, a sporran. I don't. Know, someone's got bagpipes or some fucking. Oh, yeah. What? What? I think they do this in country footy very often. Uh, what? Get the tackle out. That's normally after the game when they're hanging dudes, each other's yeah, wives. They're still wearing out. skirts though. Yeah, yeah um, no, there is a lot of cross dressing. Anyway, footy. end of the day in this game, I think we saw two bottom four sides. That's yeah, what, that's well, what it looked like. Well, yeah. There's about six bottom four sides. Yeah. Um, On to the final one, which was uh, the Cats and the Eagles, two of the Premiership fancies. And I'll tell you what, one certainly put themselves ahead of that uh, ledger, didn't they? To be honest, I enjoyed this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Geelong showed uh, footy. 
uh, how footy can be. That first quarter especially. Slick. Yeah. So slick. Yeah. Ablett, was, for me, was a standout. Oh, the way. So I'd, smooth. I'd pot Ablett if I could, but fuck. It was the absolute role that he has to play these days. Like yeah. he, he can't be that... Um, I guess turn the game with your own boot that he used to be. No, but this is he's a random changer though. Yeah, yeah, this is everything you'd expect from the bloke. Yeah, and Jesus Christ, he was good. But he picked the ball up. He won't let me say that. Obviously, in transition and know exactly the the right option straight away. Yeah, and sometimes the option was him holding it, waiting for a second, and then running. Yeah, so yeah. it opens up the field in front of you. But to me, that's the difference. Instead of trying to break tackles, he he used to be untackleable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now he's just smart enough to avoid the tackle. Yeah. You know, exactly. run around it yeah. or hold back and watch the player uh, try and sidestep him. Yeah. And use it intelligently. So his yeah. football brain is it, it unparalleled. It, it is funny because uh, uh, Rocket Rocket E um, did some stuff during the week. I'm not going to go on about that. It's been that was pretty enough. fucking funny to be honest. But um, they showed highlights of Gary Ablett's best at Gold Coast, yeah. and you forgot. Just how yeah. much ahead of the pack he was, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. quite quite literally. He was fuck you good. Like, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He was yeah. stupid. If you were playing on him, you were like, fuck my life. No, you, nobody played on yeah. him one-on-one. Exactly. If, you're coaching, yeah. if you're coaching against him, you're like, yeah. I, I can't stop Give him, him his 35, you, it's going to happen. You hope it's in Gold Coast so your family aren't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old Michael. At least yeah. the rest of his side was so shit that they never won that often. Yeah, though. yeah. Anyway. But um, Rowan, leading out from full forward, amazing. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. He's got some hops. Like I was looking at him. He's not running full pelt, but when he takes that three-step run up for, for a mark, yeah. he's got a good leap on him. I tell you what, he, he, Held on to him too. I don't know how good his tank is, but when he, uh, he he's a dragster. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to have a good tank when your job is to yeah. lead from there to there and turn around and kick it. That's yeah. it. He, he yeah. might only do it 10 times per game, but fuck it hell, that's enough. Yep. You have four? And that just that's going, going forward, forward, that leaves... Four straight, 92% efficiency. Yeah, go. going forward, that leaves opposition a lot of headaches for covering their forward yeah. line. There it's are a lot of options. Because you line up against Geelong, you go, all right, what are we going to do about Hawkins? We're going to need that plan. Yep. Now, um, apparently, and I don't know if it's true or not, yep. but at uh, one stage, Rowan did say to uh, Tommy Hawkins... You're the, mind him? You're the decoy. You just go up there, mate. I've got this story about... <laughs> I, I could believe that. I believe it too. Well, even Blitzars was down really? there for a little bit. Um, presenting options. To yeah. be fair, Blitzer doesn't Not seem like he's a Rhodes Scholar either. No, no. He seems like he's really good at uh, sports. It's about it. Um, but they had, like, yeah, winners all over the ground. It yeah. was yeah, really, really good to see. Really good to see. Uh, when, you pump, when you pump the reigning premiers by 10 goals, yeah. you're doing something all right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was with, you know, the foot off the gas. Yeah. Yep. We mentioned Petrocelli uh, earlier yes. in the thing. Yeah. He still showed pace, but only got six touches. Uh, still got a goal. But um, yeah, well, it's his worst game for the year. But yeah. fair enough, you're a first year player and you've shown some fucking highlights. Yeah, he's still yep. fucking exciting. Yeah. Like uh, Jesus, if he's not re-signed, he will be. Oh like, yeah, yeah. In, they, in the next next couple of weeks, he's a cult hero already. Is what I'm saying. Um, and what I love is that they've got uh, Lewis Jetta there, who used to be that same type of player. You know, yeah. the absolute yep. Liam Ryan as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Less so. I mean, he he wasn't as quick, but Lewis Jetta at one stage was the fastest man in the AFL. Yeah. Um, not really. Uh, Petrocelli could be, um, you know, that right now. He has that yeah. um, Sonic style running, exactly road runner yeah. sort of just windmill legs. Um, but I still expect uh, West Coast to go deep into finals. But that's two weeks in a row where they've mm. been embarrassed. Yep. Um, so maybe it's just a little bit of a wake up call, and um, they'll thump every other team below them. But yep. uh, you know, Port Adelaide and Geelong are probably going to be top four teams. It's looking like it. Yeah, um, and they've been embarrassed two weeks. Um, for him, which is funny because you know the week before Fremantle, who are currently sitting second, they thumped them. So yeah, well, it could Great also action. be that um, West Coast just look at this as a, a hard um, 
combative contest and they got out without injuries. And they're like, yeah. oh, look, we uh, we took on the boys who are willing to go shoulder to shoulder with us and came away with a, a full squad. So, well, well, that's definitely how you spin it when you go back to West Australian <laughs> media. <laughs> like, to win. Here's why we won. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh, yeah, injuries. We, we were just cheering uh, Monday's 300th. Yeah, we're the before. people's yeah. champions. <laughs> anyway. And I think the best decoy for uh, Western Australian sports doing shit is uh, racist politicians and <laughs> controversial uh, bogans in the country. Strip clubs and yeah. whatnot. That's, it's Queensland. Same shit. Same shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Same racists from Western Australia to Queensland. We'll go on to uh, round seven quickly then. We've got Collingwood and Port Adelaide at Marvel Stadium on uh, Friday uh, night. Shit. This is, uh, Should be the MCG, Friday. but yeah. fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm in Collingwood here. I mean, yeah. it's Collingwood Geelong are lock-in picks at the moment. You reckon? Yeah. I think Port Adelaide have uh, played really well. I mean, they went over to West Coast and, and beat them, but yeah, they played by, well. by playing their dirty footy. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise for Collingwood that uh, the roof's going to be shut, because I do think it is going to rain. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I still think Collingwood will get over the line quite comfortably. It's hard to tip against Collingwood. Yeah. Friday night Collingwood match. It, it's, there's going to be maybe 5,000 yeah. Port supporters there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Melbourne versus Hawthorne. 18th uh, versus 11th. So a, a game no one's going to be watching, really. Wow. I mean, I might go to it. but I've, it's You're not buying a ticket, are you? No. You're God, walking no. up. Fuck no. Um, Hawthorne, just because Melbourne, I think, uh, in the shit. Well, you're lucky you can't tip against Collingwood. You can't tip Melbourne at the moment. No, they don't give no. you many reasons yeah. to tip them, though. And like Hawthorne, you can't be confident with tipping them, but no. you've got to. When, but they've look, got players where I think, all right, you need to shut them down. Whereas well, in yeah. Melbourne, there's players like, I should need to shut them down, but yeah. I can just I'm, fucking ignore yeah. them. I, like, I might, you match up on them, you're like, you just keep doing what you're doing last week, week before. But I mean, Hawthorne, has, here. Hawthorne has three wins, but those wins are against Adelaide, North, and Carlton. Mm. Yeah, they haven't beaten anybody yet, and now they're coming up against the 18th ranked side. Yeah, but who we thought were big wins aren't big wins this year. So yeah, no, Melbourne are playing with condoms on, like they're just running around like they're uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, right. Uh, GWS and St Kilda. I'm trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're playing safe. They're <laughs> I don't know responsible. No, not that one. Uh. Giants and Saints. <laughs> I reckon the Saints might have come back to the pack now. Where's no. this one? Uh, it is at. Um, Canberra? Yeah. yeah, Monica. That's the Monica, one. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, that yeah. throws everything into a, a fizz because generally you get games there that are affected by conditions that prove uh, unpredictable. Yeah, no, no, so, bullshit. It's the Giants. Well, you would think so. But um, yeah, I fucking do think so. Yeah, the Giants yeah, I'm going to the Giants. All right, <laughs> I, I think Jeremy I was trying to fizz myself away to be able to pick the Saints, but I got nothing. I think Saints are going to uh, finally. They might come back now to where everyone expected yeah. them to be. Yeah, um, they've shown some first half, first quarter of the season heroics, but Jeremy Cameron's going to have a day out. He's going to yeah. have ten so scoring shots. Running, yeah. uh, uh, to- Toby Green's back as well. How far away is Patton? Uh, no, no, you're well away. Ten weeks. Oh, okay, so he's still in Victoria. Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. He didn't catch him anyway. He hasn't bought any merch yet? No. Uh, Brisbane and the Swans at the Gabba. Got to go Brisbane, don't you? You do, especially you do. with Buddy yep. out. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be too quick, yep. which is something you haven't said about someone playing against Sydney for a while. And, and too big. Yep. Some yeah. Case. Like yep. Uh, Big O, and you've got Steph Martin. I don't see him stopping him. No, we're going to have Sydney midfielders who will have to be a lot more defensive-minded than they've been in many years. Yep. And what do you do with Cam Rayner? Like, you can't put a Lear a Lear on him. No. no, I mean you got to put Jake Lloyd on him. He's yeah. uh, you know, like I said, all Australian. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Jake Lloyd can run off him yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. But uh, shoulder to shoulder, no chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Alir Alir is a good matchup for Eric Hipwood. 
Yeah. Well, I think he's got leaves, the legs um, and the uh, reach. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. Still leaves Big O as standing shoulder to shoulder with someone who's someone much else. smaller than him. Yeah. Someone uh, else. Who doesn't suffer from gigantism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, the, the Brisbane Lions, I mean, Sydney is a bit of their bogey side. So, um, yeah. it's, uh, it'll be, it might be a good game. Well, it'd be Sydney's shortest trip, wouldn't it, Brisbane? Well, besides GWS. Yeah, yeah. I would guess so. Um, uh, and then uh, Saturday night at Marvel, the Tigers and the Bulldogs. Uh, Another weird Marvel one. Well, it's a Bulldogs home game. Yeah, it, it's just kind of um, you know funny that you've got uh, Collingwood, Richmond, um, Carlton, like uh, all those guys playing at Marvel. Carlton's Marvel's a home game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just embarrassed to go to the G these days. Uh, going to be an interesting one because no Ruckman in the game. Well, no of us, but you know. I mean we've gone. What's it? Six years now with the Ruckman. So. Yeah. Nothing new to us. But Poor old Griggy's still up in the stands. Actually, on that note, so Western Bulldogs. Yeah, so they haven't had a in forever. Yeah. Um, I think that Tom Boyd's had uh, two runs in the VFL now, so he yep. might be I think getting he went close. good as well. And not based on what I saw, based on what I heard someone say. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, it was televised, and I watched uh, oh, all of 10 minutes of it, um, yep. the, the Footscray versus Williamstown, I think it was. Yep. Um, but uh, they've got more options, you know, with Boyd and Shackie yep. um, ready to come in, but... Geez, Richmond are playing well at the minute. Yeah. Shoulder tip against. I really want to reason the tip Bulldogs. Um, so I'm probably going to go for them because this is the upset I see happening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Libba it, goes to Martin? Yeah. Uh, but that's one of the ones where, you know, uh, like magnets repel each other. And those yeah. two are, they're so fucking, if they got on the booze together, I I think it would probably break about 17 laws. I think if yeah. it was them versus booze, booze would lose. Should I Tigers put on Bottom Pally? Ah, oh, Ellis. That's not a bad move, actually. Yeah. I don't mind Ellis running with him. Yeah, but you, you, the Tigers are just both teams are going to try and play a fast style. And yeah, well, it should be a shootout, really. Yeah, yeah. and a, 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 a ground ball game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be very interesting uh, on that side. Um, but yeah, it's hard to tip against the Tigers at the minute. Yep, I think they got their form back. Uh, Carlton versus North. Um, oh, hang on, Eagles and Suns. Oh, Eagles and Suns. I did skip coast to coast. Um, I think the Suns of yes, fair, most of us are going to skip this game. I, I think. think so too. Yeah. And I think yep. Eagles by fifteen goals. Yep. Yeah, and I don't think it'll be. Uh, I think this is where Eagles trading run. Like yep. uh, they'll be like, well, let's treat this uh, like we're going to be flying to the G. We'll take them on, and uh, that'll be no, kind of. They'll be looking road. at this as a percentage boost. Yeah, yep. they'll be going for the throat. Well, they'll they'll try and get a win, I reckon, and then try and get away with a clean sheet on the injury board, yep. and that'll be uh, perfect for them. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you thirteen goals. Do you want the over or yeah. under? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's about the right mark. I, I yeah. think twelve. Um, Carlton and North then on Sunday at Marvel Stadium. Well, Carlton have lost Cruiser, Newman, <laughs> and Simpson. Fuck. Yeah, you see, I've I've tipped North every week so far. Well, well now, no, no, I haven't. I, I lie. I, I didn't tip him first four weeks, but um... <laughs> <laughs> you tipped him against Hawthorne, surely? <laughs> no, I legit when I did my um, start of season, you did I, say I, that. I, I yeah. did yeah. say you first did say four weeks lose. Yeah. Um, they've taken that to heart, which uh, right. I'm glad they listened to me. <laughs> um, but this is the one where if if North lose this, then they're tanking. Yeah, if North loses, yeah. then you should start looking yeah. at the coach. Like, yeah, if North loses, something's this, wrong. You need like Steve Levitt from Freakonomics to, <laughs> to put the statistics to why no, North Melbourne no, are no, legit cheating. No, we need Steve Bradbury to come up and coach. This, it's, no, not if you're not trying to win. I mean, that motherfucker could keep his feet, if nothing else. Honestly, if you can't beat Carlton without Cruiser and without Simpson, 
Yeah. Heads need to roll. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't it, become a, you know, oh, you're all just nuffies calling for the coach. No, no. You've got to call for the coach and a few players. Yeah. Something Cripps, has to change. And if Cripps comes down with the flu or something, you should be able to walk in your VFL side. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. This should be Game um, of Thrones, North Melbourne. <laughs> should be. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on North, and to be honest, it has to be North. It yeah. should actually be a percentage booster. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. well, hang on. Last yeah. week you lost, and it was a percentage booster. Yeah, yeah, we lost. Yeah. And, and we went up the ladder. Yeah. And, and look, percentage is going to come real important out of the season for North. So it, it, it's going to decide we... the, the first three draft order. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, match of the round, Geelong and Essendon at the MCG, the country footy game, apparently. Really? Um, really? So, yeah, well, you know, well, Kevin Sheedy needed to do something. Country versus the cunts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I hope Geelong belt them, to be honest. Yeah, I think it'll just be... Long will smash them. I want, uh, yeah, I would love to see lots of injuries. I know it's just two teams that I don't like. Yeah, I do see, uh, but it'd be a great case concerning Geelong. Yep. You ran in two for this game, I believe. If I looked at the good country footy, then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna back the ute up to the boundary line, <laughs> <laughs> get a carton, <laughs> bean bag in the back of the ute. I'll tell you once we, we did that with one of my mates who loves a bit of engineering. Yeah, sat yeah. in the back of the ute and he'd fixed up, you know, some uh, um, pipes and whatnot so he could honk the horn from the back of the ute. <laughs> so yeah, just push it down. Um, yeah. yeah. So if that kind of stuff goes on in this game, it'll be great. Mm. Um, but it should be an absolute cracker because um, Essendon um, hurting from the close loss on Anzac yeah. Day yeah. Um, and Geelong flying high. First versus 10th, mm. and I expect it to be a tight game. Yeah, and I I think, I'm expecting to blow out. I think Geelong going to smash them. Yeah, yeah, I think Essendon have been travelling really well, but, but every Essendon player I think has been doing well. I think there's been a Geelong player who's done better. Yeah. I just think yep. that Essendon are in that uh, karma period where as soon as they start going to be good, just get kicked right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Can't, can't say I'm disappointed by it. I love, love it week it. after week. So. Love it. Hound, who are they yeah. going to boo this week? Ablett. <laughs> Of course. Just, no, just, yeah, hang on. Selwood will get a couple of free yeah, kicks, oh, though. Yeah, Selwood as well. Um, boo Ablett. Because the AFL's told them to boo him. That's what they've done. They've well, said, yeah, yeah, it's true. like yeah. those fuckers that said, oh, we're sick of people putting tax on the bike track. We're going to hold a yeah. bike race yeah. to protest against it. You've told them to put more um, exactly. yeah. tax I'll, on I'll the bike track. they boo the fucking statues on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> like, KB. Shane Warne you dumb cunt <laughs> have some respect uh, Lee Matthews what the fuck you ever done we still don't forgive you for bruns um, there's a John Coleman one out the front isn't there I'm sure there is yeah. out there somewhere yeah. uh, he'll be safe yeah, he might be a Dick Reynolds they'll find too. a way what? that he's to blame what was your old mate Rotten Reynolds or whatever Rotten Ro- Roberts, Roberts. Rotten Roberts. <laughs> it, he's got a statue now yeah he is a statue full stop <laughs> he was a statue yeah <laughs> It would just be standing at the front exactly. and booing. Yeah. yeah, he is the Artem Lobov of uh, <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> the goat. Uh, I know I said it to you before, but I I love the comments about it. You know, uh, the great, the greatest of all time, Artem Lobov. Yep. Many have tried, only fourteen have succeeded. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I said that before, but I love it. Um, the final game of the round is uh, the Crows are hosting the Dockers in what could be an, a, a pretty tight game. Yeah. Yep. This is one of those ones that could vary so fucking much. When they're both playing well, they're highly entertaining. Yeah. There's yep. there's spectacular marks, long runs, smart link up play. But when they're slightly off, yeah. they're really so off. Fucking it's painful. What time does game start? Oh, four o'clock. Oh, beautiful. I'll be drunk as fuck at that time. <laughs> yeah, so will text. That'll make this, this game palatable. Yeah, make it 440. Yeah. Um, well, usually I, I would have said that uh, Frio don't travel too well, but they beat 
GWS two weeks ago in uh, in traveling. Yeah. Um, they're starting to put on big scores as well. Yeah. Um, the Crouch Brothers versus Fife is going to be something to watch. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know who I'm tipping. I'm. I have to go Adelaide just because they've got familiarity in the area. Yeah. And. To be honest, Adelaide Oval is just such a perfect place for footy at the moment. I yeah, know, and hard. they're coming from yeah. Perth Oval, which is a bit harder. They're calling. Yep. Uh, yeah. Or Optus. That's what they reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that alone will help uh, Adelaide quite a bit. Hometown. I'm, I'm going uh, Frio. I think I'll go across there and get the job done. Um, yeah, still a lot of cracks in the Adelaide squad from a. I think so too. Flogging they got in the 2007 final. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to bring it up again. That's it. That's it. Free, I put on the Richmond song as I'm they came out. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be a boss be move if, if they went out yeah. to the Richmond song instead of their own? It'd be like that a whole bunch amazing. of meerkats just turning around like what? Oh. <laughs> There'll be PTSD in the crowd. Why haven't <laughs> Why hasn't other teams done that yet? Yeah. Oh, that is the absolute gold standard of move. I yeah. will buy a Fremantle membership if they did that. And that it's is just brilliant. going out in the middle and just flopping your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's painted yellow and black. <laughs> Actually, just, it's written on the side. Oh. We're from Tiger. <laughs> yellow and black. Even just, you know, if they had a black and yellow uh, run-through banner, that yeah. oh, even yeah. that, yeah, that's brilliant. You could not do better <laughs> see, than that. Let, let's leave it on just that. Twitching, just in- <laughs> <laughs> if Frio do that, they're my premiership fancy. Yeah. All right, right that'll do us. Good luck. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.